Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sap and Chance. It feels like it's only been yesterday because it was only yesterday that we hit the airwaves, but we're back again for part two of the year in review, this being the boxing edition. I am Bobby Sampson. I am joined with my man, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, my friend? Pretty good. Yourself? Can't yeah, complain, man. A bit of a... A bit of a sad day in a way after the World Cup that we just had, which I thought was absolutely phenomenal from start to finish. Every, it was. The, the games were great. I think Qatar did a great job. Um, they did. You know, they 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 pulled it off, and uh, I, I was questioning it. I wasn't sure if they could, but they did it. But that ties into the unfortunate passing of one Pele today at the age of 82. Yeah, I've seen that too. Organ failure is what they're saying from complications from colon cancer. So a big shout out to Pele and everything that he's ever contributed to this great world of soccer or football, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, rest in peace. One of the yeah. one of the greats. Well, one of the greats, man. I mean, overall, the only man to ever win three World Cups. Um, you know, he played in the NSA. He actually played here in Vancouver. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, he, he's he's uh, he's truly going to be missed. Kind of that one kind of came out of left field a little bit. It wasn't expected. Well, he is eighty two, but yeah, it still sucks. Yeah, but I didn't expect it. I mean, I, I I heard that he wasn't feeling well. I didn't realize what it was. Um, so it kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Just just you know, just considering. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so so big shout out to Pele and uh, our deepest condolences to his family and those closest to him. May he rest in peace. And that yeah. being said, let's get on with the boxing show. Before we get into the awards, I thought maybe we talk a little bit of Javante Davis and some of the nonsense he's kidding himself into now. Uh, yesterday, he was arrested for domestic battery. This is the second time in a year that he's done this now. Uh, this puts the fight in January 7th in jeopardy and uh, a deleted tweet, which has kind of surfaced a little bit. I, I, I can't quote it exactly, but something along the lines of him basically saying, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know if this or that, like all that kind of self-doubt. What do you make of this situation? He's a low-life scumbag, you know. Walks like a duck, talks like a duck, hate a mongoose. The guy's done it twice. He obviously is guilty. The cops are not just arresting him for no reason. The woman called the police. She was being assaulted. He's a scumbag. He should have his license suspended, just like Mike Tyson did and all the other guys that have done despicable things like that. This is the second time. First time you can say, forgive the guy. Will you do it again? Repeat offender. There's no excuse for putting your hands on a woman or abusing a woman, especially when you're a pro fighter. He's a little guy, but he still has deadly hands. He, he's a terrible guy. I have to say it like it is. He's a good boxer, but he's a horrible human being. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, okay. think about that. If that was your daughter's husband, what would you be saying about a guy doing that, right? Well, I mean, I, first off, I don't think I'd let it even get to the point where the cops would come. I mean, Javante Davis or not, someone hits my daughter, I'm coming at you. Exactly. Hard. So think about the father of this this lady that's been assaulted by him twice, and I think they should spend him for a bit and take his license away. This fight shouldn't happen on the 7th, at least. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's going to, but uh, he's a despicable, despicable guy. And then he had the audacity to tweet after he got out of jail. Some people are going to love me. Some people are going to hate me. Dude, you're horrible what you did. He's trying to, like, downplay it. Saying yeah, haters are going to hate. No, dude, you're a woman beater. 
I think it's one thing beating up your woman in, in in the regular sense. Like I don't even know what the regular sense would be. There's, but when you're sense, but, yeah. but when you're a professional fighter and you beat up a woman, that that's that's just that's a tough one, right? I mean it's, it's, it's wrong on any level. I'll Absolutely. say it, right. It's wrong on any level. Um to strike a child or to strike a woman, in my opinion. Off limits, absolutely. But if you're a professional fighter and you're beating up your woman, I mean, you're you're, you're beating her up with skill. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say that. Like, it's just, that's even worse than me or you hitting a woman. You know, not to say that we don't pack a punch or anything. We do have power, but we don't have that skill set to make it, you know, count. Yeah, and you know, he's a little, little guy. He still hits harder, right? I guess. Hey, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't see him fighting on the seven, but you know, what's going to happen in six months. We'll forget about it. They'll forgive him. They'll cheer him. They'll say haters are going to hate and he'll march on like Mike Tyson marched on after he raped that girl. And it was just one of the bad guys. He's just a bad guy. Mike did his time though. He deserved his time. Yeah. He did three, four years, whatever it was. Still, right. a, he, he still registered as a sex offender, right? Cause it's what he did. No, no, no I get it. I, and I we kind of, we kind of praise him. Like, he's an amazing boss. We kind of praise him as a great guy. Well, Mike is not a great guy for what doing that. There's no excuse for that. What he did, well, right? No, I, I'm not, you know, there is no excuse for what he did. Um, you know, but, but at the same time, he's a, you got to give the man credit. He reinvented himself. He's, he's kind yeah, of, no, he did. He's reinvented as a better himself, person. But. And, you know, that's all you kind of hope for, right? Like this is where second chances kind of come into play. I mean, really after that incident, after he served his time, Tyson's been pretty straight up, man. Like, I mean, he's, he's, yeah, uh, he's pretty good, but still to do something so heinous and animalistic like that, you're, you're not I a good it. person, even though no. you've, you've been good since still, you do something yeah. like that. Is, I'm glad he got a second chance. He painted that society, but these are not good guys. But, but the they fact of the matter the is camera, a, lot, a lot of these guys don't pay their debts to society. You know, Mike was made, yeah, he did. He did his time. Mike was one of very few individuals of any stature, celebrity stature, that's actually faced a consequence for those kinds of actions. He did, yeah. Right? Still I mean, a bad guy. No, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm he's not, funny. He smokes weed. And he's cool. And he's the voice. And he's funny and stuff. But still, I, I cannot, I can't ever cheer the guy. I really support that. Just because I know, I've read, you got to read what he did. And, and again, the details of it, it's just nasty stuff what he did. And that's yeah, why no, I've never cared for the guy. Amazing boxer, don't get me wrong, funny guy, but I just can't support a guy that rapes women. Just can't do it. Look, man, it's it's deplorable. I get it. I'm 100 yeah. percent behind you. Um, you know, but but I, I think that a lot of these guys that are doing these things with a name need mm -hmm. to face consequences as well. Oh, and I think sure that's my do. argument that they're not I agree facing, with you. they're not facing any consequences. None of them do. Right? I mean, if you think about it this is probably one time where you know the girl actually called the police how many i, I i'm pretty sure this has happened a few other times where no one was oh, absolutely called. yeah right so you know it is what it is man it's an unfortunate way i don't think i don't think the fight will happen on the seventh but he'll fight in a few months well i mean the fight after that would be against um um what do you call it yeah yeah, Ryan Garcia. That that's the fight that's going to be happening next, right? So I mean, let's see. It's going to be again, a hard fight to sell because the press comments only oh, say, "Did you do this to your woman? What happened here? Is your second time?" Like Tank's going to get hammered by the meeting, which you should. They should hammer the heck out of him for that. Well, but like you said, by the time April rolls around, I think everyone's going to forget. 
Oh, yeah. There were already people on Twitter defending him. We got you, Tank. We love you, bro. That haters hate. The guy has assaulted his woman twice. So how can you guys defend that? But they are. It's crazy. Sick people. The guys defending him are the guys that do the same thing. Yeah, that's a good right? point. It, it's a circle that you roll in. If you're rolling with a bunch of dudes who beat up their women, of course they're going to support you. <laughs> right? Like, oh, what yeah. did you just what happened? Oh, I slapped my bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, and not even a glance or, or a nod to it, right? Like it's so commonplace. That's just a part of the culture. Yeah, it's so, so I don't know what he's thinking. He's a, he's an elite level talent to be put doing this kind of stuff is just silly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I'm sure there's a few women out there who deserve a good smack. But <laughs> you know, that being said, it, it it shouldn't happen. You just don't do it, yeah. You just don't do it, right? And you know. But anyways, let's move on, man, because yep. I mean, I think we can kill an hour just talking about the bullshit that's in the sport that we love. So very much like yesterday, Mr. Michaels, why don't we kind of run down a list of who we thought was who for the year yeah. of 2022? Hey, let's I made that it. rhyme. That was pretty cool, actually. Um, so let's start with male boxer of the year. I was kind of torn here, but my final decision was this. I pick... Devin Haney as my boxer of the year. Now, I I looked at it from this perspective. You have Devin Haney, Dimitri Bivol, uh, the Charlo brother. Is it Jamel or Jamal? Jamel, yeah. Jamel. And I was looking at Noah as as my as my list to kind of yeah, that's a good everything. List. Now I, I picked the first, you know, outside of Dimitri. The other three are all undisputed champions. The only three undisputed champions exiting the year 2022. Jermel hasn't defended the titles. He's won them, but he hasn't defended yep. them. Now he's broke his it hand. Now that right now he's broken his hand, and, and now we're we're looking at a delay in his fight with with Zoo. Uh, I know I just kind of won the belts, right? So there's really not much there. I picked Devin Haney over Dimitri Bivol for this fact, the fact that his fights leading up to this, he defeated world champions. Mm-hmm. Going into the fight with George Kambosis on foreign soil, an away game, if you twice, call, twice, won it and defended it in the same yeah, it's a good pick. Right. So for me, I would have to say Devin Haney is not getting enough credit for, for what he's accomplished this year, what he's accomplished over the last couple of years. And, you know, and Dimitri Bivol isn't that far behind him. But I I myself went with Devin Haney. What about you? I went with Bivol just because of the huge upset he did over Canelo, pound for pound king at the time, number one ranked in the world. Upset him, gave him a boxing school, of boxing class, and then he went on to beat Ramirez. Same kind of fight, he dominated him. So I went with Bivol just because of that. He's a little bit of an unknown before he beat Canelo. Like, he was known, but not on that level. Yeah. My second pick was Haney. You could go either way. Both picks are, are very good picks, but I gave the edge to Bivol, but I totally agree with everything he said about Haney. Undisputed, went to Australia twice and whooped Cambosis twice. So I went to Dimitri Bivol, but it was close. Between those two were my two guys. No, fair enough, fair enough. I can't go wrong with either pick, man. And yeah. I, I do have Bivol on my list later on here. Uh, next category, woman boxing, woman, women's boxer of the year. Uh, for me, it was a no-brainer. I mean, well, I was kind of torn. I was kind of gearing up between Alicia Baumgartner, mm-hmm. who, who beat Michaela Mayer this past summer, 
But also on that same card, you had Savannah Marshall versus Clarissa Shields. And, and, you know, just based on that fight and just based on what Clarissa has done this year, I picked Clarissa Shields to be my female boxer of the year. She avenged the one loss that she had against her name, mind be it in the amateurs against uh, Savannah Marshall, who is an extraordinary boxer. She's a knockout artist for women. Um, so I thought that was, you know, probably my pick would have to be Clarissa, just because the way she boxed in that match, uh, just showing her vast skill set, you know, just kind of pulling new things out that we hadn't seen before. So I went, I went with that as as my female. I, I went with her. It was pretty much a slam dunk on the women's side. But I mean, I think it has to be her. She like everything that you just said. Great fight, best women's fight of the year, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Shields is the women fight of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, fight of the year. I passed the mic to you. Who do you have? I I, I don't think you and I are going to agree on this or have the same one. So uh, I had two. I had Lee Wood versus Michael Collin just because of all the knockouts. Um, he went through the ropes. Obviously, that famous knockout, March 22nd. And then I had um Bibble versus Canelo just because of the he was one pound for pound. Number one, king of the world, and then Bibble demolished him. So, number one pick, Lee Wood, Michael Conlon is my fight of the year. With a close okay. second to Bibble and Canelo. What do you get? I, I went with the ladies again, bro. I went with the ladies here. I went Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor. Madison Square Garden this past summer. Um, yes, I picked a girls' fight for fight of the year, but it delivered on every level. These girls, it took a while to get the girls in the ring to get it all sorted out and done. But once those two were in the ring, man, those style clashing together was such a beautiful piece of art. Those girls worked their asses off. They they went back and forth, tooth and nail, as Gorilla Monsoon would say. Um, for me, that was the fight of the year. It was just like a back and forth. It could have gone either way. Katie pulled it out at the end. There's argument that Serrano won it, which, you know, is an amazing buildup to, to a second fight, hopefully in Ireland, which they're hoping to get done here. Uh, maybe this summer we'll see it again. But yeah, I picked Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano for my fight of the year. Yeah, I went Lee Wood, Michael Collins, because of the, all the knockdowns and the knockout through the ropes, falling through into the crowd. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of goes right into the next one here, knockout of the year. And for me, it right was Lee Wood. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I have Lee Wood as my knockout of the yeah, year. Me too. That fight was phenomenal as well. Don't get me wrong. It was action packed. Um, but but that knockout in the eleventh man, wow. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. The same with the knockout of the year right there. Right on, man. All right, upset of the year. Um, again, I told you I would have Dimitri Rivel on my list here at some point. Yeah, I got and that this too is, over and this is and this is where it came in completely. I mean, I think. The whole Alvarez camp, I think the boxing world in general just kind of poo-pooed on Dimitri Bivol and didn't give him much of a chance at all, which makes it even more spectacular. Um, you know, we've talked about it at length on the show when the fight actually happened. In retrospect, I did go back and I watched it again last night just to confirm in my mind if this was the upset of the year, if this it was, was potential. <laughs> and it truly was. I mean... Canelo was out, like, I mean, granted, they gave him, uh, what was it, four to five rounds to Canelo? And they gave him, like, five, yeah, I right? couldn't believe you know, that. And I couldn't either. Like, I, I I, went back, and I'll be, I think I'll be generous when I say nine rounds to three. I think, in essence, oh, right? it, it was 10 to two, Dimitri, overall. 
but I mean, you know what? I mean, it, it was Mexican. It was Mexican. Uh, the Cinco Independence de Mayo, right? Day, yeah. No, 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 no. Cinco de Mayo. Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, Independence, Independence Day, yeah. Day was uh, Triple G. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm looking at that as, um, you know, the, the, the upset of the year. I mean, he just outboxed him. Canelo always gets the judges' favor, just like Mayweather does. For some reason, the judges love Canelo and Mayweather. So you don't want to go on the scorecards of these guys. And, no, um, you can't. You if, can't. If Canelo would have won the twelfth round. They would have. This thing would have been a draw. With us, would have been insane. So the judges got it right, but barely. Well, I mean, if there was one place where if he did win that fight, you know there wouldn't be any riots or anything because all the Mexican and, and Latin Latin American people would just be celebrating it anyways, right? Yes. I mean, you just take the win as it is, even though you know your guy fucking totally got off box. Yeah, right? I know. That's definitely upset of the year, hands down. All right. And uh, you know what? This one's a really interesting one. I have promotion of the year. Promotion of the year. So this is between Top Rank, Showtime, and The Zone, I guess, right? Yeah. Those would be your big three. I went Top Rank. So what did I? Yeah. I went, I went Top Rank. Um, I think one of the reasons I went Top Rank is, and, and this is something you put in my head, the stable that those guys have is, is next to not, right? So the stable is good. And a lot of the fights that we got to see this year from top rank were on regular television. And these were That's great nice. fights. And these were great fights that they were putting on. Granted, they were on ESPN Plus, but I guess living in Canada, we don't have ESPN Plus. We don't know. So, so because of that, we get a lot of those fights for free. Yes, sometimes, sometimes we don't get them at all, but we get a lot for free. Too. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of them for free. So, I mean, um, being able to watch both of the, you know, what was it, the Char Charlo fight, Jermel fight, yep. when, when he fought in the summertime, that was on regular ESPN or ETSN for us. Um, let's look back at both of the Haiti Fury fight. The Fury fights, right? I mean, well. One well, of them was, I think, I think you had Dillian White. No, the two London ones were on free TV. Okay. There you uh, go. But but the the all three Deontay Wilder fights, which were held in the States, were pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. But in the UK, the uh BT box office was the pay-per-view provider for the two London fights that he did. But we got the Jazora fight here on TSN and we got the Dillian White fight on TSN as well. Pretty sweet to get that. You know, Tyson Fury's fight you get it for on free TV. We're pretty lucky. Well, we're lucky, right? I mean, free for us, we're lucky. If you were in yes. America, you still have to pay your subscription to ESPN Plus. So, I mean, from our perspective, Which is what nine, ten bucks a month, not bad. Everything's going up though, bro. I'm surprised if it's still nine bucks. It's probably like ten or twelve now. Could be, could be. I'm not sure the exact number, but yeah. And so Tom Brink got some big fights coming up. We got, we're gonna have Haney Lomachenko. We're gonna have Fury and Usyk. They got some big fights coming here. Like Bob Arum loves Lomachenko. He he's he's making that Haney fight happen. It's going to happen in the first quarter of 2023. Bob Arum so, should be. That's a super fight. Oh, he should be careful what he's pushing for, man. Oh no, I don't. I don't think Lomachenko's going to win, but he's at least he's giving us that fight. Yeah, yeah, Haney yeah. will be the favorite. Lomachenko will be like a three to one underdog, probably. Well, I mean, if anything's been shown to us over this past year, anything, anything, anything that's can it. happen, right? I mean, you you get that one spot, you get hit once. I mean, that's it. I mean, there's just not much more you can say about it. It can end with the single. Don't shot. forget, they got the Japanese monster too. He's got on his roster, Bob Aram. He's gonna bring him over I, there. 
Uh, he, need, he needs to come over to America. I mean, Bob he has to. The fact that he fights only exclusively in Japan for the most part or in Southeast Asia for the him. most part, it hurts him. It hurts boxing because people cannot truly see how good this guy is, man. Yeah. Right? Like, he's a quality, quality fighter who has a lot of good things to offer. But then they got like, that young up-and-comer, the big guy. Uh, um, what's the big guy? The big heavyweight, Jared Anderson. Jared Anderson is another guy. He's, and they he's, also, he's, uh, he's dangerous. He's scary. Well, you know who I also like is that other guy from, from Puerto Rico, uh, Zoya, Zoya Zandi? Zanda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zander, yeah. I know you're talking Zander, about. Uh, I love that kid. I've watched yeah. him fight twice this year so far, and in both fights, I've not been disappointed. He was the uh, co-main event under the Jared Anderson fight uh, that just yeah. happened. That was a stock card, by the way. That was a really good card, right? Jared Anderson, he's going to have some big fights in 2023. Like He might get in there with Wilder. He'll get in with anybody. He's scary. Well, here's the thing, and, and, and we've talked about this a little bit off the air. I don't know if we really mentioned it too much on the show, but Jared Anderson, to me, it's like finally America's producing some new heavyweights. We got Deontay Wilder, but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would put Jared Anderson to be more of a complete boxer yeah. over Deontay Wilder. Right? Yeah, well, he's you know, a power puncher, but he's a like great crazy. power puncher. But this guy can box and he's a heavyweight, right? So, I mean, you know, guys like Tyson Fury, this and that, you know, if you're going to fight them, you got to fight them now while you're still in your prime because these guys mm. will wipe the floor up with you in about five to six years. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to take care of fight Usyk first and we'll see what he does, maybe what happens from there. But yeah, they got some big, we got, if everything happens like it's supposed to, we got some big fights coming up. Yeah, yeah, we have some solid fights coming up this year, man. Yeah, we got to give really it to Bob. And man's good. ninety years old. We still, I know he's got ninety-one. We always get young talent. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's ninety-one now. I think a lot of it has to do with the name. It's kind of like okay, if you had the yeah, option, it's not like WWE. You want to go to the yeah. For well, sure. it's like this: you want to play for the New York Yankees, or do you want to play for the Cleveland Indians? Yeah, no, or I know Guardians. It's... Sorry, can't say that. Uh, but he still signs their check, and for him to say, "Hey, I want this guy," and he'd still be at ninety-one years old. He'd be living, yet to be running the top boxing promotion in the world at ninety-one. This guy promoted Ali Frazier. <laughs> he's still in the game. No, he's still in the game. He's outlasted <laughs> everybody, and you know what? Nothing but respect to Bob Arum for for what he's accomplished. Um, you know, but what can he say? He keeps doing it. Still going. He's still going. Right. Uh, with the amount of treasure that guy has in his pocket, I'm sure he'll be around for a long time, man. I don't yeah. think. You know, something we've seen him on the stage and went to the fight. You know, he's not walking very well, but his mind's still good, but he doesn't move well. He's 91. Well, I mean, you do what you can to right? be expected, I mean, right? Like, he when we we had him there with us in Vegas, and you know, mm -hmm. we saw him, yeah, he's moving a bit slower, but have you? But I mean, he's getting the job done, man. I mean, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure he has good people around him as well. That oh, absolutely, he's got some smartest people around him for sure. Right, like I don't know what his workload. And he's is got like. a good crew of commentators. He's got Andre Ward. He's got Tim Bradley. He's got Joe Tessitore. They got yeah. a good crew of commentators. Right too. now, I probably have to say that's my favorite broadcast. They're the best. North They're the North Americans' best broadcasting team. Uh, yeah. I was watching Moral Ronaldo, and you kind of put it in my head. And you're right, man. He's a bit too animated for me. Yeah, gets, he doesn't let the fight happen sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, I found him to be when I say animated, it's just like everything was bigger than life and you yeah. know what i mean it, it's kind of cool to hear it when you're trying to hype up the fight but during the fight i want more of an analyst voice yeah you know i i don't need someone kind of oh my god like everything is off the top rope with a fucking yeah i know 
<laughs> I think Morrow doesn't do a bad job of boxing MMA, but he's better suited for wrestling. I think he's better suited for MMA. That too. Maybe maybe WWE or WWE. Maybe AEW should call him up and say, hey, you want to do some work? Well, he worked for WWE for a while. He was a Raw head commentator. He was on NXT as a commentator. They had yeah. nothing against him, but I mean, I think his mental health and, and his wellness played a role from his departure from the wrestling scene. And he couldn't Absolutely. And in boxing, you don't got to do as much commentary. You fight once, call, fight once a month. Wrestling yeah. is every couple of days, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think I think one of the other situations with Moro was that he was getting ribbed a lot by the boys. Yeah, well, you're going to get ribbed. I can't see. That's that's what I'm saying. It's part of the business, right? It's it's not as bad as exactly, exactly, right? So, I mean, you know, just being ribbed and whatnot. I think that kind of played on his mind and in in a negative way that it didn't have to. But I think that also comes down to his mental health issues. Yeah. Right. I mean, what is he bipolar? Yes, he's bipolar. Right. So you know, just kind of like there's some industries where you can't. You got to have a thick skin. Yes, and, 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 and pro wrestling is one of those places where a thick skin is a must as you enter the door. Absolutely, dude. It goes a long way. No, no, 100%, 100%. All right, uh, top story of the year. What did you have? That's a tough one. I mean... I'll tell you what I got. I, I think so, it's maybe Spence and Crawford not fighting, I guess. But. Well, I, I kind of looked at it outside of the boxing world. Like, it's boxing-related, but it's not boxing-related. I was talking yeah, about, thinking about Usyk, Lomachenko, and oh, all, the other, yeah. all the other Ukrainian fighters, you know, going back to fight on the front lines and, uh, you know, to, to kind of support their country in, in this war mm. against Russia. So Yeah, it's very admirable. For me, that was a big story. Like, you know, to, to and, and, and Usyk to come back and fight twice this year. Pretty impressive. No, yeah. no, no, no. Was it twice this year? Uh, it was once. Once, right? He lost it in 2020. He won it in 21 and he came back in 22, yeah. right? Yeah. Even if, I think they're going to fight in March in Saudi Arabia, it sounds like. Very easy. Well, let's do it, man. Let's get this show on the road. Um, it's time we finally had an undisputed world champion, heavyweight world. I can't champion. wait for the press conference. It's a man, very so entertaining. I just love getting that guy here at home. He's going to sell that fight. Really well, I, I think he's the only one who can sell the fight. Uh, with all due respect to Usyk, he can't really say much. He doesn't say much in general. Can he? I don't think he can speak much English, can he? Well, no, he can speak English, but I just don't yeah. think he has that. I don't know if he can handle, he can go, I don't think he can go toe-to-toe with him on the mic. No, not many guys in boxing can. No, right? So, I mean, that, that's going to be a one-man sell. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if people start villainizing Tyson Fury over this promotion. Because I can, if I can see him being the bad guy. Well, I almost get the feeling he's going to become the bad guy, even if he doesn't want to, because he's the only guy talking. Yeah. And right? he's already well, insulted you, said, called him an ugly man. <laughs> he called him a, what did he call him? A rabbit. A rabbit, a little sausage, gap yeah. tooth. It's rabbit. I love the rabbit one. Why'd you call him a rabbit? What the, look at where his eyes are. He looks like a rabbit. Very <laughs> like, so funny, dude. I know. He's young still. That's the funny thing. Yeah, he's only 34, going on 35. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, young as a man, but you know, I guess he's becoming a middle-aged boxer now. Yeah, I just hope he beats Usyk and gets unifies all the belts. That would be the biggest feather in his cap and go down as one of the greatest ever after he does that, if he does that. Yeah, if he does, I think he will. I mean, it's just I think a he will. question of when, right? I mean, 
But again, man, you never know in this world. Like, I mean, you never know. He's a good boxer, <laughs> but he's never been hit this hard as Fury hits. Though. He's going to feel it. And Fury's getting hitting harder and harder with each passing year. I know. Right. The longer this fight takes to get done and made and 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 actually put out into the ring, it, it's gonna he's gonna be hitting harder and harder. Yeah, like I think Usyk Usyk, said that he wants to fight Fury, nobody else. So I think it's gonna happen. Yeah, well, you know, he kept saying that, but he should have fought him in, in, in October when he was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, he dodged it. He said he was hurt. Uh, maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. I can't argue that. I don't know. I, I'm not there with the doctors, but I, I feel that he dropped the ball there. That kind of hurt him a little bit, in my opinion. No, I agree with you on that. Right? All the talk that he was talking afterwards and whatnot, and okay, here's the fight. Let's do, it. do it. Oh, no, my pinky hurts, or yeah. whatever it is, right? Like, on, if anything, man. he didn't want Fury to fight just for that. Just gave Fury more, like getting him more fine tuned. The sparring round, sparring match. Well, for Fury. well, that's what that fight was, right? I mean, it was an eleven round sparring match for for Tyson Fury, like a real spar. Oh yeah. You know, like I mean, that that's basically was it was. Do you have any other uh, categories here that you want to hit on? I think we pretty much hit on them all. Uh, maybe the other category we could see was could say is what fights you're looking forward to the most in 2023 that we know are going to happen. Well, I mean, Garcia Tank, regardless of what we just talked about, I mean, I still want to see that fight. I think it's going to be a real good fight. Uh, it, it bodes well for Garcia going forward now as well, because this guy, Juvante, is beating up his women. Definitely the villain now. Right? So, so you know, if, if Garcia ever wanted to be the light, you know, the shining light, this would be his opportunity. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Usyk versus Fury is another fight oh. that I'm obviously looking forward to. That's the granddaddy uh, of moment. Something about heavyweights just feels special when they get in there, it especially is, the it is. ones. No, 100%. Um, obviously, I would love, I'm looking forward to Devin Haney versus Lomachenko. That's going to be a great that's gonna happen fight for sure, regardless. Um, and we got um, uh, Spence and Thurman, that's a good fight. Spence and Thurman is coming up as well, so that should be a pretty interesting tilt there. Both guys not being that active in the last little while. I don't think Thurman's fought since he came back after Pacquiao, right? He fought once after Pacquiao. Well, that's it. Recently, he cut his hair. Yeah, yeah. So, so he hasn't really. No, but still, there should be a good fight nonetheless. That'll be a good fight. Forward to that. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's I mean, so many unknowns. I know Triple G is going to fight a couple of times, but who's he going to fight? I don't know. Well, I mean, we kind of we kind of know what the first quarter looks like. I think once January. Oh yeah, then Bivol saying he wants to fight better beef. Yeah, well, that's kind of as well, you know. So so, and then um, who was who's he fighting first though? Better beef is fighting um, Yard, right, Anthony? Yard? Yeah, he's. That's, yeah, that's, so I'm not sure when that is, but it's coming up soon. That's coming up soon as well. So he's got the yard fight, and then hopefully, I say hopefully, but you can't take anything away from Anthony Yard either. And then the guy can punch. But and who's Kendall going to fight? You know, Kendall's fighting in May and September. Who's he going to fight? Well, It'll be big fights. I think it's all determined. We would have a better idea of what Canelo's next step is as we get into January, maybe mid January, early February. We'll get a clearer picture. I um, think he fights Bivol for a rematch in September. Well, I mean, if that's going to happen for Cinco, I don't know if he's going to fight this May with his hand injury. And, I think and he will. If he can go, he'll go. But well, If he can go, he can go. But, I mean, they have to announce it pretty soon. Yeah. 
right? So people can make their travel arrangements. You don't announce a Canelo fight in Vegas or the only problem with the Canelo fight is he, he's it's, he's going in MGM Grand, only eighteen thousand people. The tickets are three, four grand because he's such a hot commodity. Put that thing at Legion Stadium, you put in sixty thousand people, no problem. You put Canelo Bivol in Vegas, that could sell a Legion Stadium, not a problem. Well, they don't do I mean, that though. They keep I, it all I, at MGM, all in the casinos. MGM or um... Mandalay Bay. No, no, no. We're we're um oh, T Mobile. T Mobile Arena, yeah. yeah. He seems to be fighting there more. Yeah, he goes there a lot. Yeah. I seen I seen Pacquiao versus you last in there. But the reason I think it is, I think we talked about it, like if you go to the upper, 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 upper bowl where you can touch the roof, the very last row, that seat's still gonna cost you like twelve hundred dollars. I sat actually that upper, upper, upper seat for SummerSlam, but I did touch the roof at Leaving Stadium. Yeah. $35, dude. WWE is the best bang for your buck. I walked in for $35. No, no, but I'm telling you this, though, bro. If you had SummerSlam, say, at T-Mobile Arena, mm -hmm. that seat that was $35 would probably be $120, $130. Oh, easily. Point. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the reason, and we both know this, I mean, it, it makes more, they would probably make more money running T-Mobile than they would do Allegiant. Yeah. Totally agree. Which is weird. Price fighting, right? Which is weird. Like you would think, okay, we can get 80, 68, 70,000 people in this arena. With a crazy environment, the crowd be going nuts. Yeah, there. but we'll make more money. With 18,000 people. At yeah. 18,000 people. I don't know. That blows my mind. I guess I like the cadet means the casinos too, and I don't know. I just think it's greed, man. I mean, you got oh, six, you got sixty eight thousand people willing to put their money, their hard earned money on and travel from all over North America to come to this fight. Exactly. I mean, just put it in the stadium where everyone can go. I wish they would do that, man. I wish they do a big boxing fight at a legion where everybody can go. Your biggest wish for boxing in twenty twenty three? I want to see. It's very selfish, but I want to see Manny Pacquiao fight one more time, man. I know Earl Spence said he won't fight him because it's like uh, beating up. It'd be like I beat when Ali got beat by Holmes, you know. I read that but, article. But, and it makes um, sense. It makes sense. It does. But but if that's the case, then just do it. Beat his ass. Retire him. He, he'll still get credit. Pocky is still a good athlete. It's not like he can't move around. No, no, I, I get you. Who I knows? Just... Maybe Pocky will fight Crawford because Crawford ain't fighting anybody. Somebody will fight him with a big name just for, just for a payday. Yeah. Who that'll be, I don't know. Maybe Keith Thurman will come back and say, Hey, I want to avenge my loss. <laughs> yeah. And then Triple E's going to have a few fights. I don't think it'd be anybody significant, but he's going to fight a couple of times. What about you? Um, I mean, it's wishful thinking, right? I, that's why it's called a wish. I yeah. wish that we could absolve all four major bodies and just have one. Oh, man, those guys are so egotistical. It'll never happen. No, no, I get it. But it, it would be good, though. But, but you know, it's just kind of like, and, and if you don't want to do that, then get off your fucking asses and start making the fights that make sense. Stop being afraid of, <laughs> of losing clout with a certain fighter if he loses. You know, these, these guys have to fight each other. Boxing is beautiful when you have one champion. Yeah. So it far in 2023, fights. we know we got two good fights that should happen. Fury Usyk and Lomachenko Haney. Those are two amazing fights. That, that They got that right there. If it happens, which it should, those are two amazing fights. Right. And and if those two happen... And they will better second, be if it happens a good one, too. No. I mean, okay. You potentially have two fights 
in the first quarter that are just going to blow everything up, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, in, in terms of Haney and and Haney and Lomachenko, thank you, and uh, and and Tyson Danusik, right? Because those yeah. both fights are probably going to happen in the first quarter of the year. Spring is that's where I'm kind of curious now. So now that's what I'm looking forward to January and February to see what spring will give us. We should get yes. some more good fights here. And, you know, like, let's see. Let's see where this is. We actually, of course, needed a bunch of guys. There's so many good fighters, young guys, Jared Anderson. So it should be a good year. Yeah. And, you know, I like to see Shakur maybe strap him up a few more times than just twice in a year. I like to yeah. see him He's fight maybe young. three more times. He's so young. That's why you got to get your rounds in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and so so that's it. The other thing I want to see is where does Teofimo go from here? Well, he won his last fight, even though it was very controversial, so I'm not sure he's going to fight. He says he's going to keep staying in that division. Well, I mean, that's what I'm curious about. Like, you know, so that that's kind of one of the stories that I want to watch for this year. It's like, where does Teo go? Where does Teo fight? I and think if I'm the matchmaker right now, Ron Bob Air, I call Teofimo because he's obviously he's a top-ranked fighter. you got Cambosis. Teofimo, Cambosis, me, might settle that score, and then the winner can go from there. Only issue I have with that fight is I think George might not want to. Just in case. Know. Well, think about it, man. He's already lost twice in a row. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't, you got to. But take... if George says he'll take on all and, all and any challengers, I mean, why not prove to everybody that Timo Fimo wasn't a fluke night, beat him again? Until Haney won those titles, everyone who held that belt after Lomachenko you can't really call them the true champion because they didn't even defend it. Exactly. Right? I mean, when when Teal beat beat Lomo, everyone I thought, okay, did Lomo have a bad day? So then he goes against George Kambosis and George beats him. Okay, did Teal have a bad day? Yeah. Right? Like because those are guys that weren't supposed to lose. Yeah. Teal if he wants to have a big year, they're gonna get Bob Aaron's gonna give him some big fights. He's gonna have some big fights. I don't know against who, but he's gonna have some big ones. Well, I think I think Teo needs to clean up his his home and, and his corner. He's gotta tell his dad to step down and get a new trainer in there. He won't. He won't. Well then he's gonna have a rocky career. Well then then uh, that's his choice, right? I mean it's weird. He's, he seems like such a jerk in the 24 sevens and in the press conference. But yeah, when we met him in Vegas, he was nothing but a gentleman and super humble. So yeah, I, I wonder if he's an act almost. No, like I mean, I got to talk to him for 10 minutes. You know, we stood there and we chatted and he was he was respectful, he was a great mm-hmm. gracious, he wanted to hear what I had to say, you know, and that that that's I only talked to him for a minute or two, but yeah, he was super friendly, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like he t- what do you say to you? He said, Whoa, you're a big guy. He just said, holy crap, dude. You could, I think when he shook my hand or whatever, he could crush me with your arm or something like that. I can't remember what he said, but he's a little guy. And I said, oh, good fights, man. I like your style and stuff. And he's like, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. You, you're here for the core fight. He's, yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, thanks for taking my picture. He's like, you want an autograph? I said, sure. And I kind of moved along because other people were waiting, but super friendly, super humble. Yeah, like, yeah. He didn't have to compliment me. He can hey, smile, get off, kind of thing, you know. But he was, I became a fan of Matt for that because he's not what you see on camera. No, I, I'm a fan of him. Might well. be an act. Yeah, no, I, I, a lot of it's an act, though, man. Because these guys, yeah, I mean, he's if he's, look at the end of the day, I think Muhammad Ali even admits to this, right? To a certain extent, like these guys in the boxing world looked at professional wrestling as a way Absolutely. to promote their fights. You know, I mean, Ali took on some of the qualities of a gorgeous George or, did, or yeah. of that time. You look at Tyson Fury with all of his promos, you know he's been hanging out with the WWE. Oh, yeah, he comes there. He punched Austin Theory there. Right, but but just in general, like you 
You talk about yeah. all the shit that he was saying to Usyk and and whatnot. All that kind of comes from that kind of promotional. That's the WWE kind of thing, right, there. right? Right. So you know these guys have to come out hard and and talk a lot of smack and you know crack and whatnot to to kind of get the fun. point across. You know, yeah. like even the UFC, a lot of the times, like if these guys truly truly hate each other, then after the weigh-in, why do they walk off to the same side? Yeah. Exactly. Right, it's all for the camera, like you know, behind the behind the stage, they're all together. Mm-hmm. It's not very like it's unless it could be Connor situation where the guys, yeah, there's truly, a few guys that really hate each other, truly, truly hate each other. I mean, outside of that, most of these fighters in any combat sport will talk their shit, but then they're together. Fuck it, Tyson was eating cheeseburgers with with Chizora uh, after. Yeah, yeah, they're buddies. Yeah, one right. last payday for your retirement, Derek. Right. So you know, it just yeah. again, it's just the wrestling promos. Like it, the reach of professional wrestling is bigger than I think a lot of people recognize and realize. There's right? influences, yeah. The influences are there. Everything is, you know, what it is. So, yeah, man, that's it. Well, I tell you what, Chance Michaels, we are closing out the year of 2022. I want to say thank you, my no. friend, uh, my brother, for, for, for joining me on this journey. When I asked you, hey, you want to do this with me? You said, sure, that was it. I was waiting for more, but sure was all that you gave me. And I said, oh, fuck, okay, this guy's down. So, yeah, we've had a good run, man. Uh, yeah. well, the, thanks for asking me. It's a lot of fun. I think we just started running. I mean, we, we walked, we started a gallop, we started a trot. Now I think we're finally yeah. running. So I'm really excited for the new year. If everything and, goes like it's supposed to go, we got some guests that'll blow people's minds in 2023. People oh, never uh, guess possibly yeah. we might not. But I tell you what, my friend. I'm shocked. Just, yeah, but let's just keep it all to ourselves right now. Let's not yeah, put it out to the universe. Official. Let's not manifest it. No. But what we will manifest for Samp and Chance is that we will be here again and again and again. This is just the beginning, ladies and Absolutely. gentlemen. Um, very quickly, I read a quick article. Uh, was it WBC? Uh, Suleiman is that him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maurizio Suleiman talking about a transgender division. That's gonna somebody's gonna get killed. No, 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 a transgender division in the sense that transgenders fighting transgenders. Yeah, I know. So if you're a, if you're a man. Claiming you're a woman, and you fight a real woman, you're gonna cave her skull in. No, 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 bro, bro, bro. It, it's like he, she versus he, she. Yeah, that the surgery done. Yeah, um, I don't know. They can both still. Have no, but that's dicks, the thing. But... So you can you can put on a wig and say and identify as a woman. That's transgender. But I think they have rules in place to say you have to have well, I a hope certain so, because level. Somebody's yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously, hurt. No, there's no, that no, one no. guy in MMA that was beating up all the women. Fallon Fox. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's and, and, get dude, dude, and he's beating up 30 plus year old women. Like the women he's fighting in particular mm. are in their late 30s, early 40s, early 50s. That's so, what, what if Brock Lesnar identifies as a woman, goes in that women's MMA, he'll kill somebody? Well, it's like we've said before, man. Dangerous. Uh, Aaron Judge decides, hey, I'm a girl now, and he goes to play baseball for a girls' team. He's going to hit a home run every bat. Yeah. Right, LeBron James identifies as a woman, then he can go play for the LA Cosmo or whatever they call. <laughs> yeah. and in score. combat sports and in real fighting, 
men can't fight women. But it's and, happening. I know it's dangerous though. You know, Somebody's gonna get killed. And Japan, as as much as as logical as Japan is, they got some crazy fucking shit that they allow. Well, they do super crazy fights and stuff. Did you ever see when Jose Canseco fought Hung Man Choi or whatever, that big guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like they just do random crazy fights like that. No, because people, that's what people want to see. I get it, right? Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. You know what? Let's not get too deep into this, but I just wanted to mention it. Like, this is something that we can see. I just hope somebody doesn't get hurt doing it this way because it's very dangerous. Well, check yeah. it out. It's on it's on ESPN. It, the article's on ESPN. So if you want to read about it, check it out. Uh, well, I, I, will check I, it out. I, I didn't go deep into it. I was just kind of glancing at it at work as I was supposed to be working. Um, but it, it, I, I think there are rules in place to kind of, you know, make it work, right? Like uh, he, she versus he, she. Um, notice it's the he, she's that make all the noise. I know. They're very loud. The she, he's don't say anything. Not really, no. I hope they have rules in place. I want to see somebody get killed in there because that, that's going to happen. They don't. No, I, I think there it. has to be a certain level. I think certain things have to be, you have to be a certain amount of she. Okay. Instead of he to, to kind of pull it off, I guess. Um, chemical levels, biological, like whatever the things are. Yeah. But no, you're not going to get, you know, Chisina Fury go in there against a Katie <laughs> Taylor or something, right? I hope not. Like, it's not going to get really ugly real quick. <laughs> you know, I mean, if Javante really likes hitting the girls that much, maybe this is what he needs to do. Man, is he sabotaging his own career, man. He has all the potential it. in the world, and he's not with uh, he's not with um, Mayweather anymore, is he? No, he's not. He left Mayweather, but I guess he learned from Mayweather how to do this. I guess Mayweather did the same thing he did, did nine months in jail for it. So I don't know what these guys are doing. You know what, man? Uh will get them and you know the good will always rise above evil. That's absolutely what I said, right. And as I said yesterday, this is my final message to all our fans and to anyone who's listening. Keep working hard. I'm gonna sell this in 2023. Yeah, work hard, go for your goals. And if someone laughs at you. If someone tells you that this idea is stupid or hokey or hurting, as I've heard from a supposed friend, they're not your friends. Well said. Those Good people. Advice. Those people do not have a place in my heart. Anyone who doesn't want me to succeed, anyone who doesn't want you to succeed, Mister Michaels, yep. is not our friend. Totally agree. Well said. Right. So that Couldn't means. That being said, everyone, please, we are going into the last long weekend of the year, I guess, technically speaking. Yeah. New Year's Eve is around the corner. So please, you know what? Stay home. Enjoy it with your families. But if you do go out, be safe. Enjoy it with your families and ensure that you have a safe ride home because we want you to be with us in the new year as we tell stories and tell the great stories that are going to be coming along the way. 2022 was a good year it was an yeah. interesting year um and i i, I think 2023 is just going to be even better um on that note I think so. on behalf of sam and chance we wish you guys all a very very happy new year and a prosperous 2023 my name is bobby sampson he's chance michaels and in the words of the legendary acdc those that download like subscribe and share the podcast we salute you
we do salute you. And on that note, in the words of the infamous Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, until next year, that's it for Samp and Chance. Everyone be safe. God bless. We'll talk to you soon.